We've been busy, busy, busy behind the scenes. Not only do we have a new episode for you today, but we're adding two new EXO Chats with cast members to our Patreon. Both interviews are with cast members from this episode. David Loftus has a long chat with us, available now to our patrons. We'll be adding a quick chat with Steffi D, who you hear for the first time in this very episode as well. You can enjoy all of these extras, as well as early access to new episodes at patreon.com slash exoplanetary. We're very grateful to our patrons and supporters and want to keep working to make fun extras for them and for you. If you can, now is a great time to join us. Patreon.com slash exoplanetary. Our formerly isolated world is changing and we're preparing for that. Our season has been delayed by several months thanks to COVID, but we're getting used to recording remotely, recording separately, and taking advantage of the new options open to us. Hopefully we're gonna take what we learned and, and moving forward we'll have a lot of uh, great new options to get episodes out to you. If you can't support financially, please tell people about the show. Tell them on social media. Maybe consider writing us a five-star review on one of the podcatchers. We're not reading them on the show right now, so don't be afraid. Don't be shy. I'll look for your permission to do that if you like. If you do tell people about it, let us know. Reach out on Facebook at Exoplanetary Media on Twitter, at Exoplanetary Pod, and by email at exoplanetarymail at gmail.com. Just keep getting the word out about the show and let us know about it so we can thank you personally. With that, on with the show. Exoplanetary, the adventures of the space-faring Wolverton family and their friends far in the future. Tonight's episode, Belly Furniture. Deep in the heart of the lunar metropolis, on the corner of Jemison and 216th, is Jakub's Diner. For blocks in every direction, there is fine dining covering every cuisine known to humankind. Yacoub's was the last of its kind, a 20th century style American diner. Denver omelets, patty melts, hominy grits, chef salad, French toast, Rubens, pancakes, wheat cakes, and Johnny cakes. Hot coffee, black light, extra light, black and sweet, or coffee regular. Tradition. It started 500 years earlier. The first Jakub to live on the moon specialized in hydroponics. He helped harvest produce and eventually married a woman who urged him to go into business for himself. Together, they opened a food cart that served pizza by the slice, fruit-infused sparkling water, and ice cream melon. You know what ice cream melon is, a tiny melon that fits in the hand. You scoop out the seeds, and you put ice cream or yogurt in the basin. Delicious. In a few years, they moved from the food cart to the diner. Centuries of Yakub started their lives busing tables, washing dishes, and cooking food for the good people of the neighborhood. Growing up, my father was in charge of the diner, taking over from his parents. Times changed, though. 
and we have to grow with them. Soon, our family will be looking to the future, beyond the diner, beyond the moon. Ben? Is that you? <laughs> Hello, Ishmael. What are you doing on the moon? Just looking for some comfort food. Last I heard, you were working at some theme park. It's a long story. I expected that I'd have to fight to find a seat at the counter this time in the morning. Life in the city isn't what it once was. It's the XL ports for one. Fat cats buying up all they can. Driving up the rents here in the city. Regular folks are heading out to the other systems, trying to find something else to do with their lives. It's cheaper to be a pioneer. I knew things were rough. Breakfast crowd's all but gone. Lunch isn't too bad. But I have it better than the others. The Bellissima. You remember that trattoria up the street? Sure. Gone. A year ago. It's over. You're not shutting down. You can't do that. Yakub's is an institution. Being an institution doesn't pay the bills. Uh, of course. It's just, we practically grew up here. Bussing tables, washing dishes, taking orders. I could use you again, Ben. What I have in mind, we could use all the help we could get. It's funny you mention that, Ishmael. I... Ben! Condola, it's so good to see you. Don't he live in the Enchanted Forest or something? Exoplanetary land. The uh, happiest, happiest place, place in, in the solar, solar system. system. <laughs> we've seen the ads. You would like what we've got planned. See what it says on my hat? Yakub Farms. You like it? You're going to become farmers? Well, we're just taking our hydroponics operations and making it a little larger. Take what we've learned feeding this neighborhood and expand it to a city? Maybe a continent? Maybe a whole planet. We even have a place in mind. A planet called Petricor. Isn't that beautiful? It is. I'm happy for you both. You don't look happy. Out with it. Yeah, what's going on with you? About a month ago, there was an attack on the theme park. They moved it to another galaxy using the exoport, so maybe the news hasn't got back to our solar system. Chaturanga claimed responsibility. I agreed to rejoin Exo Security Force. My mission is to track them down. What did you do a foolish thing like that for, Ben? Didn't have much choice in the matter. So they forced you? My mother. You don't have to tell me what happened to your mother, Ben. I was there. Dad! You were there. You were there for my whole family, too, Ishmael. You made sure we had food and a place to live. You were the one who got us all back to Ganymede safely when she got sick. You gave us all our first jobs. You got me into exosecurity. And that was a mistake. Nothing good ever came out of exosecurity. But I have an opportunity to stop Chaturanga. But I can't do it by myself. What? You want Dad to help you? Actually, I wanted to ask you both. You come in here and you ask me that? Who the hell do you think you are, Ben Wolverton? I need to go for a walk. I'm sorry, Condola. I didn't mean to upset It's all right. You remember how he was when we were coming up together at EXO? Using his connections to place me in soft assignments? He tried the same with me. 
I got them to untie his strings. I didn't understand what was happening, not at first. What he really wanted was for me to come home and help him run this place. I told him I would until I found something I'd rather do. This farm is the next step for me, for the whole family. I can probably find other people. I just wanted to... Oh, oh, don't kid yourself. I'm coming. You are? Sure. I gotta have a sword before I can beat it into a plowshare, right? Dad might be harder to convince, though. How do you mean? Security life really changed him. Dad doesn't talk about the good old days or tell stories from back then. I'm the same, really. Yeah, but you've always been a bit of a cool customer. Dad, he's torn up about those years. For him, it started long before he met your mom. There's a haunted look that comes over him when he talks about it. I had no idea. As we get older, we often look back with confusion, even anger, at what we did when we were younger. I've done a bit of that myself. Let me show you where you can find him. I didn't mean to disappoint you. You didn't disappoint me. It's hard to think of those years. What happened to your mother? She's still alive. If you hadn't been there, I would have been orphaned a second time. It was all a terrible mistake. You say mistake? I made choices. You expect me to believe that you chose what happened to my mother? That's nonsense. It wasn't just your mother, Ben. I made so many bad choices in my life. What, like taking the chicken fried steak off the menu? Something that happened when I was in security. Your mother used to ask me about evictions. She'd been through one when Alice was a girl. Yeah, I know. In my first year, I must have done hundreds of evictions, taking people from their homes, throwing them into employment centers on Ganymede, and trying my best not to think about it, to tuck my feelings away. It was just part of the job. That must have felt terrible. One day, I'm on the assignment, feeling numb already, and I haven't done anything yet. I step out of the van, and I recognize the neighborhood. It, it was my brother's neighborhood. Oh, no. I did my best to harden my heart with every step I took. He could have asked me for the money, I reasoned. I would have helped. I helped drag my brother and his partner out of their home and loaded them into a cell bound for Ganymede just like that. Wow. I'm sorry. Nothing to be sorry about. I did what I was trained to do. I went into exosecurity thinking I could make it better, that I could change it into something that helped people instead of hurting them. Did your brother know? What happened next? I knew I couldn't continue. I transferred to investigations. I took the training, got certified, then got out of there. And I thought it would be fine. But not long before I met your mother, my brother got himself out of his hole. That's good. But he wanted to know the names of the mass security grunts who humiliated him. So he found his way to working for EXO Records Division. He found out it was me. And he confronted you? No. He just told our parents that, no matter the reason, he could never look me in the eye again. I reached out, but he wouldn't speak to me. 
I'm not asking you to join ExoSecurity again, Ishmael. But I am asking you to help me. I can go it alone if I must, but if you help me, we can finally be rid of Chaturanga and all the destruction they cause. When I finally left ExoSecurity, I had to face my own actions. I hurt my brother, but I had hurt hundreds of other people before him. When I acknowledged what I'd done, I thought back on every single eviction, every single person I sent to Ganymede. Some days, I remember one I'd forgot, and I lived through that again. There isn't a day I don't think about those people. I didn't just fail at making Excel security better. I let myself become corrupted by it. Corrupted in a way I will never heal from. I didn't understand. I can't help you, Ben. I made those choices and I have to live with them. I wish I'd never been that person. I wish you never gotten involved either. It's a bleak life when you pick up a gun and think you're changing the world for the better. Thing is, I know you're right. But I also don't feel like I have a choice. Good afternoon, C Calvert. Hello, Condola. Calvert, you look so... Condola, could you please get my friend Amelia something to eat? I'll be back shortly. Uh, uh, of course. Hello, I'm Amelia. Condola. Condola Yacoub. Charmed. I like your hat. Oh, the farm, yes. I'm hoping to settle there in a few months. Mmm, lovely. I grew up around farms. <laughs> really? Where? There's only a few hydroponic farms around the moon. Actually, I can't quite place your accent. Yes, I, I <clears throat> meant hydroponic farms, of course. I've read a little about hydroponics. You're planning to settle on an exoplanet and start a hydroponic farm? Hydroponics at first. Where we're headed, though, we should be able to grow crops in the soil. That's quite something, owning your own land. Oh, well, we'll stake a claim. But I don't like to think about it as owning the land. In this life, you show up, you're here for a while, and you move on. The land is there for everyone. Even this diner is only a temporary thing. Oh, I forgot. Would you like some coffee? Yes, please. I don't remember many of the farmers I've known being so philosophical. When you're a farmer, you have to occupy your mind with something. Songs, dirty jokes, philosophy. <laughs> Flying is like that. You have to pay attention and have focus, of course. But once it's up there, you have a lot of time to think. Have to keep the mind sharp and alert. Or else you crash? Quite. Sometimes there's nothing that can prevent that. How long have you been a pilot? A long time. Actually, I'm not certified on any craft currently. Taking a sort of sabbatical. Must be nice certainly beats where my last adventure left me. Tell me, my philosophical friend, if someone asked you to do something you knew was against your principles in exchange for saving your life, 
Could you still go through with it? Against my principles, how? Like eating ketchup on a hot dog? <laughs> no. Say you were shipwrecked on a strange planet. No supplies, running out of oxygen. Then a stranger offers to rescue you. But only if you cause another total stranger to die. This happened to a friend of yours or something? Uh, it's an idea for a novel. I thought I might turn my hand to fiction. Well, okay. Like a thriller? Hmm. I don't know. In that situation, you're clearly being manipulated. Mm, clearly. Save your own skin. Let them do their own dirty work. Your character is probably damned if they do, damned if they don't. The same thought had occurred to me. I'm more of a cozy mystery reader myself. Miss Marple, Poirot, that sort of Agatha Christie stuff. Ah, that novelist who went missing. And turned up again, safe and sound. Ben, you just missed Calvert. Why is Calvert here? He didn't say, but this is his friend Amelia. Amelia? Amelia. Pleased to meet you, Mr. Wolverton, I presume. Yes, hello. I think I know your last name, too. You do? A murder. Is it too early to order a chef's salad? What are you trying to pull here, Calvert? Why do you look younger? Well, I take vitamins and drink a lot of water. Why are you all staring at me like that? Is that any way to... Amelia? <laughs> How are you doing? I'm sure I don't know. Not that it's bad to see you, but, well, I'll get to the point. Where's that money you owe me? I left it in my other pants. You don't mind if I fix my own salad. Be my guest. Yes. I stopped by here a few months in the future, and the diner was closed. What's that all about? Well, let's catch you up. Hello, old friend. Calvert. What are you doing here? Ah, this was always your thinking spot. You'd come here and sit on the bench and look down the hill to the spot where Armstrong and Aldrin landed. It is you. You look so different, Calvert. So much... So much older. I think I'm older now than you are. It's hard to keep track. If today uh, is the day... You've been seeing me come into the diner every day for a month. Yes. You keep trying to talk me out of closing down. I found out that the diner was closing and I got sentimental about it. I came and had lunch there over and over again as many times as I could before you closed. Then you pay me and go wash the dishes. I'm a time traveler, Ishmael. I get to go back and... See things as they were, and forward to see how they turn out. Next time you see me, we'll be in the diner. I'll be eating a salad, talking to Ben and Condola, and another friend of mine. You're both places at once. I can be anywhere, Ishmael. I've seen it all. And... In your wisdom, you've decided to become just another old man sitting in the park? Ishmael, you need to go with Ben. No, that's not for you to tell me. Then you know that Ben will go without you, and Condola will go with him. 
she's grown. She can do whatever damn fool thing she wants. Without you, Ishmael, neither one of them will survive. You can't close the diner down. It's already been decided. We shut down at the end of the month. Yes, Calvert. You have to accept these things, even as a time traveler. Is that why you looked older earlier? You have to deal with the fact that things happen and you can't go back and change them. I get the idea. You're talking about something I'm not understanding. They're fighting over a woman. Who? Me, I'm afraid. Oh, I see. Ben, it was the end of her story. I haven't changed anything. Who's to say it didn't always happen that way? That's why I haven't used your your asinine time travel device. Who knows what kind of damage you could do to history? Not if you know what you're doing. Ha! That's rich coming from you, the man who nearly caused the first interstellar war. Do I need to subscribe to some sort of newsletter to keep up with you guys? First, you took a woman out of the 21st century. Now you've waylaid one of the 20th century's most famous missing people. You ever think that maybe I'm the reason they never find any trace of her? Who's next? Someone from the 19th century? Florence Nightingale? Ada Lovelace? Susan B. Anthony? Don't bring my ex-girlfriends into this. Enough! I'm perfectly capable of defending myself here. How do you know this? Time travel isn't just about being at special moments in history. It isn't even about the truth. It's about the billion possibilities available at a particular time and place. I'm here and now because this is the best possible place to talk to you. To tell you what your decision might cost you. So without me, they both die? And if I go with them, they both survive? I didn't say that. Well, what did you say then? Without you, they have no chance. There's still so many things that could go right or wrong. But without you? And what chance do I have? Difficult to say. That's the best you can do? You're like a magic eight ball. Reply hazy, try again. I can't be more certain than that. What have you come along with us? Use your abilities to help us along. This may be surprising to you, but... I have a different role to play in your future. But you can't tell me. Ishmael, I'm telling you this to help Ben and Condola. Anything more, and I might defeat my own purpose. That's all I can say. You make your choice based on that. Choice? You tell me that two people I love might die if I stick to my principles, and you call that a choice. All of life is choices, my old friend. I should be going. My God. Mr. Wolverton, whatever you might think of your brother, he's done nothing to alter history in any significant way. Since coming to the moon, I've carefully studied my history, including what's known of my disappearance. He's changed nothing. How can we be certain of that? You can't, sir. You only have the here and now. You only have the existence that stares you in the eye and dares you to take action. 
He took action, sir, and I am grateful. This is starting to sound familiar. Um, um, I'm really loving this chef salad. Mmm, the artificial ham is perfect. If Calvert were heartless, he'd have let me die. Would you have me dead, Ben Wolverton? I'm sorry, Ms. Earhart, you're right. But it's my hope that he'll be careful in his other adventures. I promise to be careful. Calvert, you're talking with your mouth full again. Sorry. Why don't we ask them to join us, Ben? I think that it's probably better if we don't. You're on your way somewhere, aren't you, Calvert? I have an appointment at the Knickerbocker Hotel. What year? Mm, Might be dangerous. 1984. Nobody will recognize me then. I'd love to see the 1980s. Why not? You ever read Harry Houdini? Dad. Hello, sweetheart. Ishmael, I've been thinking. I believe it's probably. I can't let you go alone. It's far too dangerous. You mean it? What changed your mind? It's not fair for me to let my fears and anger about my past hold me back in the present. I'm not the person I was yesterday, the day before, or 30 years ago. I am who I am today. I'm happy to hear that. What about the farm? I'm not going to Petrichor without you, baby. We'll go once we get through helping Ben. And once we do, I put that life behind me forever. Understood. Can't help keep an eye on your baby girl, huh? (laughs) Yes, Condola. You caught me. What are you guys up to? Nothing you need to worry about, Calvert. Oh, man, you don't have to pay. Oh, I gotta pay. Then I go wash the dishes. And I brought help. I'm sure you're not referring to me. I'm a 20th century feminist icon. Besides, I only had a coffee. There aren't that many dishes anyway. Well, then we'll stay for the lunch crowd. Have another cup of coffee. Talk about this farm you're starting. Oh, yeah. It's a beautiful spot, a planet called Petrichor. You know what it means? The smell of rain on dry soil. It sounds lovely. Yes. I hope, I hope to spend the rest of my life there. What do you suppose changed Dad's mind? I'm not sure, but I'm grateful. And what Calvert said? Time travel? It's a long story. I hope she's right that he's being careful. Careful with history? And careful of her. What do you mean? It's just a feeling. You have been listening to Exoplanetary, Belly Furniture, written by C. Christopher Hart, performed by Kenneth Dimbo as Ishmael Yacoub, David Loftus as Ben Wolverton, Stephanie Steffi D. Harvey as Condola Yacoub, Sky Stafford as Amelia Earhart, and C. Christopher Hart as Calvert Wolverton, Ash Freeman, Script Consultant. Produced by C. Christopher Hart. Music provided by Jacob Jansen. Sound effects by Danger Marshall. This play, the characters, situations, and associated intellectual property, copyright 2017 to 2021 by C. Christopher Hart. All rights reserved. Recorded remotely and at the Willamette Radio Workshop in sunny 
Portland, Oregon. Thanks once again for joining us. Just a quick reminder, to become a patron, hit us up at patreon.com exoplanetary. We try to add a few extras there each month. Talk to us by email at exoplanetarymail at gmail.com, on Facebook at Exoplanetary Media, and on Twitter at ExoplanetaryPod. We rehearsed a new episode last week. I'll be recording it and getting it out to you in the near future. Bye for now.